money. I don't have your money. I know I'd be a lot happier with some extra cash. Is this about money? Oh, man, we got bills to pay, buddy. <laughs> Obviously, this is all about money. I got to talk to you about money. With practical tips and a focus on scripture, let's talk money with Dave and Reb from More Than Enough, the financial show that speaks to the heart of your money story. Real conversations about money for real people. Let's talk money. Are you ready to talk money, Reb? I'm ready to talk money. That's good because this is the show where we talk about the hard issues around money. And if you have never heard the show, then you're going to have a, well, a, a treat because we have a very special guest. And for those of you who are from the East Coast, turn up the volume because we have an East Coast <laughs> guest with us today. And um, we, uh, we just love drawing from different parts, not only of the country, but just to different parts of, of the industry. And so um, I'll get to the introduction in a few minutes. But uh, if you haven't heard one of our shows before, please, um, iTunes, tune in. Uh, where else are we we hosting the Google podcast? Play. Google Play, Reb, you're, you're, you're on me today. That's excellent. And uh, if you have a podcast platform that you want to hear, um, just search Let's Talk Money with Dave and Reb. If it's not there, drop us a line at morethanenough.ca. We'd love to expand to the different podcast play, uh, platforms. There are so many of them, but they all kind of intermingle. So if you just want to go to the website, morethanenough.ca, chri.ca, that's uh, where the, the shows are all hosted and archived, and you can just listen in if you're not a podcaster but want to listen to into an old show. Now, on with today's show. Yes. yes. I know. I'm very excited about reading the scripture because something, something cool jumped out at me when, when I was going over it. So, I'm going to read Proverbs 22 because... The topic, did you, you haven't said the topic for today. I either. have not said, I know. all well, I just said was I was excited. I know, okay, so I'm going to just get, get a little, little, drop a little more hint. So our special guest today loves young people and has a passion for teaching. So if you put those two together, you might guess where we're going. But um, I'm going to read verses from Proverbs 22 today because one of Dave's favorite verses is in this chapter. And it actually follows the verse that I wanted to read. And I couldn't believe that they were right next to each other, actually. It was just very interesting. Uh, I'm going to start at verse one. A good name is to be chosen rather than great riches, and favor is better than silver or gold. The rich and the poor meet together. The Lord is the maker of them all. The prudent sees danger and hides himself, but the simple go on and suffer for it. The reward for humility and fear of the Lord is riches and honor and life. Thorns and snares are in the way of the crooked. Whoever guards his soul will keep far from them. Train up a child in the way he should go. Even when he is old, he will not depart from it. The rich rules over the poor and the borrower is slave to the lender. Now, if you've listened to Dave at all and are a regular listener, you're going to know which one's There's Dave's like four a- verses in there. Uh, well, it's, like- I know. The whole thing is awesome. Like, if you wonder if God speaks about money or riches and poverty and the poor, and I mean, just he open the Bible. He, oh, verses. my goodness. <laughs> anyway, I was found it interesting because I was thinking, you know, as a home educator, we often hear these verses, train up a child in the way they should go, and when they're old, they won't depart from it, which can mean all kinds of things. We're not going to dissect it this morning. But then I read 
the rich rules over the poor and the borrower's slave to the lender. And the fun part about this is that um, the guest today is teaching young people how not to be a slave to the lender. And I, I just thought, how amazing, God, that you put those together because we want to train up our children in the way they should go financially. And when I was talking to um, our guest uh, on the phone in the last few weeks, I, I was convicted that we need to steward the training of our children financially. And there is a problem and a dilemma because if we're not facing our own financial story, our own financial journey as parents, and we're ignoring it personally, how then can we look at it enough to train our children? Unless we say, well, do as I say, not as I do. But I'm not even sure people know what to say about how to train their children. So we're going to welcome Jason Lindsay and, uh, and uh, thank him for being on our show because he's an educator, a financial mm-hmm. educator of young people, we'd say. Yes. So welcome to the show, Jason. Well, thanks so much for having me, guys. I really appreciate the opportunity to come on and talk a little bit about my company, but more importantly, talk about some of the things that we help young people with. Yes. You are training up children in the way they should go. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, you know, it's been a big passion of mine. Um, I started learning about money. I mean, of course, I went to university when I was younger, and I studied accounting and finance. And when you're taking those courses, you learn a lot about corporate finance, but not so much about personal finance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And But upon graduating from school, I got involved with a company, and I'm still with them, but I've been working as a financial advisor for the last 17 years or so. And it's really been given, it's been a blessing for me because I've been able to learn so much about money. But I I realized that young people aren't being taught this stuff in school. And I said, well, how can we get the word out there? How can we get them started off early so Mm -hmm. they don't make a lot of the mistakes that other people are making? Yeah, and and I I mean, that so resonates with me in, in terms of my own experience with, you know, we where we work at More Than Enough is mostly with couples and parents and and often in the sense uh, again our our goal is to walk beside them to coach them to disciple them and and part of that ethos is is the idea that your money story is more caught than taught but that doesn't mean that it doesn't need to be taught <laughs> you know so i love it jason that that you you know we're there needs to be a place especially for young kids where they're learning about personal finance because it isn't taught we do take accounting courses or we take maybe some some uh, you know, commerce courses, whether that's in high school or whether that's in post uh, graduate or post uh, secondary. secondary education, but certainly mm-hmm. doesn't even talk about credit cards or how to use them. It doesn't talk about personal finance. Doesn't talk about um, you know just those basic how to balance a checkbook, which you know most of my kids certainly have seen us write a check, but they certainly don't know what it is. <laughs> not. It, it, it's kind of interesting. When you speak about this stuff not being taught in university, um, I can remember my first week at university. I'm a graduate of Dalhousie. And when I was there, one thing I noticed that was sort of strewn all over campus were these little 
brochures that were put out by credit card companies. I think it was called a campus credit kit. And you could actually fill out the one application and apply for eight different credit cards. (gasps) And, you know, Canadian Tire and uh, Visa and MasterCard. But, but, you know, I remember reading on the back in the little fine print, it said that in order to qualify, you had to have a yearly income of at least $500. $500? Yeah. And and I'm thinking, wow, I mean, this is, they're getting people early. Yeah. Well, I, that was me, Carleton University. I think I got my first credit card that first year of university. And, and they, I remember distinctly, you know, you get a free t-shirt or something if you signed up with their, (laughs) yeah, it's, but it's interesting because as, as Dave was speaking, I was thinking about the, uh, the parents and the families who are in hardship and crisis and, Mm -hmm. They don't, I think, I'm just speaking from a a woman right now who, you know, is in transition and all of those things and is tired and working and um, then you have to keep track of your money and all of that stuff. And I'm thinking if people are in crisis financially, they aren't, it's not in their thinking, in their wheelhouse at the moment that I need to teach my children. I I just, Mm -hmm. and I think what you, what we're going to talk about in a minute is the courses that you offer, um, uh, online so that parents that you're helping parents mm-hmm. actually do something that they may not be able to do because I, I think my heart is very compassionate towards parents who are just on the treadmill and are having a hard time getting grounded again so and and I, I Jason I don't know you can speak to this about the course but one of the thoughts <laughs> I had was is hey don't just let your kids take the course like join them in the course because you know what the reality <laughs> sure. is is I, I bet there's an awful lot in there that as a parent you can go wow I didn't know that um, and yeah. or man I know that and I really should do that so we're going to let you give a highlight of the course but one of the the verses that you read this morning Reb says the prudent sees danger and hides himself but the simple go on and suffer for it and mm-hmm. and I want to before you give us a, a highlight of, of what the courses are, Jason, I just want to point that out and say, listen, there, you know, there is, um, this is an opportunity where you can, you may be saying to yourself, you know what, I, I just want my kids to do better at money than I did. And, and that's a, I think that's a wise thought. I think that's a really good thought, especially if you feel like maybe I haven't done so good in, in the area of money, then, wonderful and and that's that's wisdom that says hey i'm going to i see the potential for this new culture this new thing because even in you know i'm not that old but when i started my money journey there was still a lot of cash around i i used cash all the time there wasn't this uh, debit and credit and using my phone to tap and pay for things and electronic stuff i mean i still use significant amount of cash but i, I do know that even from the perspective of how we think and buy and and actually pay for things is significantly different than even when i was a, a young person and, and trying to figure out my money story and, and how that worked. So I think there's a, a, all of us who are our parents and have kids can identify that mm, maybe there's, there's some education that I actually need to do just as a, as a parent because it's not the same as when I was a child. 
So, Jason, why don't you give us a summary of some of the, like, a few of the courses. You've been doing this for three years. Is that yeah. right? Yes. And it's yeah. on your website, but you call it Young Entrepreneurs of North America. Is that right? That is correct. Yeah. Okay. So, why don't you tell us a little bit about the courses you offer? Sure. Well, we have five different courses that we offer right now. And, and, and just, I'll, I'll um, make a little statement before I get into that. The reason our company is called Young Entrepreneurs in North America is because when we originally started, the only course that we had was our entrepreneurship course. Okay. Uh, but then I, I decided I wanted to branch into other things. And so right now we have a, co- a course called Fast Start. That's our entrepreneurship course. And that's where students... Um, take an online course with us. We meet every three weeks or so and talk about different business topics. But also as part of the course, the students get involved in their own business. They start their own businesses up. Sometimes they'll start up a sole proprietorship on their own. Sometimes they'll take the course with one of their siblings and maybe get involved in a little partnership. But uh, regardless of how they decide to set that up, they're going to be out there doing some things that they're uncomfortable with (laughs) and uh, making some money along the way. But learning about some of those business things from a Christian perspective. Now, the second course that we have is Personal Finance 101, and that's sort of a self-study course. Um, I send a textbook that I wrote to the students, and they kind of go through it and submit their assignments, and we cover lots of different things from debt elimination to retirement savings to just even uh, setting up a budget, balancing a checkbook, those kinds of things. Uh, we have another course called Comfort in Front of Crowds, and that's a lot of fun. That's a public speaking course that we do. And so students will take that online, and they're actually responsible to give a short talk every session that we have in front of me and the other students that are involved, but also give some live presentations in their home, and they get evaluated on all those things. Mm-hmm. And then we have another course called Accounting 101, where they learn the basics of accounting, which goes along really nicely with the entrepreneurship course that we offer. And finally, our fifth course and our newest course is called Get a Job. And that's just about mm-hmm. how young people can get out there, uh, talk to different employers, get an interview, and do well in the interview and just be able to make contacts that way. So that's, that's the stuff that we're out there doing right now. So really, it's all practical. Uh, yes. It's very practical. And, yeah, and I, yeah. Can, I can hear parents thinking, oh, man, I, w- I would love to see that just... As you a, must get that all the time then, right? When parents do feedback and say, boy, I wish I would have known this 20 years ago or 10 years <laughs> oh, ago. Right? I, I, I've, I've been hearing that for so long. Even in my work as a financial advisor, I'd be sitting down with a couple that maybe they're 45, 50, 60 years old sometimes and sitting across them uh, at the kitchen table and they say, I wish I'd known this when I was younger. Mm-hmm. And, and that's one of the reasons I decided, okay, well, we need a personal finance course for young people out there. We got to get them while they're young and makes a big difference over time. Right, because they're grounded in a totally different way. They're thinking so that when they're offered the credit card at university, they'll either do it with wisdom, knowing what's at, at stake, mm-hmm. uh, or sure. or they'll say, you know what, not right now. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So why is it so important? If you could, why do you have such a passion for this? Well, I, I guess... I guess because of all that I've seen out there in my work as a financial advisor, I see the, the debt situations that people are in. I was looking at some statistics just this morning, actually, and one of the stats that I saw was that Canadians, for every dollar that they earn in their job or career, they owe about $1.70. 
So that means if people are out there making 50000 a year, they're, they owe 85000 Correct. And so people are getting caught in that debt trap. And, I mean, you guys have seen that. Yes. Um, debt is just rampant. And, and, Dave, I know what you were talking just a minute ago about the fact that, you know, we have debit cards and, and even worse, credit cards, and people are have it in their wallet. They can so easily swipe when they're walking through the store. And so people are getting in these terrible debt situations, but people aren't learning about money and how it works. And that's why that, that's why this stuff is so important for people. And the sooner you learn this stuff, the better. Mm-hmm. Do you have a story of one of the young people that have gone through your course that you could share, like maybe some aha moments or a transition that they experienced or or, or do they go through that? Or is it because they don't know any different? They just like, oh, here's another course, and they they just succeed at it. Yeah, well, our, our personal finance 101 course is a little bit newer, and so far we've only had one person that's finished it, but we have a whole bunch of people that are currently in the pipeline that are looking to finish. And I do know the one student that I had that finished, when he got to the part on retirement and he started learning about compound interest and how you can have your money really grown for you. I know his mom sent me a nice email and she said, Oh, this section really grabbed his attention. And I thought, ah, that's good. Cause that was something that really appealed to me when I was younger. Yeah. There's nothing like the understanding compound interest. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's right. That's right. I I say often uh, when we're talking to, and, and again, when we're gravitating, I said, if you are starting a business or you're thinking about retirement and you don't know the rule of 72, then don't wow. even start. You need to learn that first. You need to know what that is and memorize that. So if you're listening to the show now and you're like, what's Dave talking about? What's Jason talking about with the rule of 72? Google it, learn it, and it will transform your finances in terms of applying <laughs> that to your finances, right? So, Well, now, Dave, you're giving, you're giving away my homework. No, no. Well, <laughs> there you uh, homework. That, that was what I was going to I will to stop now. At the end of our call today. <laughs> so. Well, you'll, we'll say it again then. Uh, that's, uh, uh, absolutely. Yeah. That, that's really good. But you know what, guys? I do have a really nice story in my entrepreneurship course because I've been running that for three years now. I had a couple of brothers in Ontario that for, for their business, they decided to start up a firewood business. And so they were cutting down wood and delivering it to different families in their neighborhood. And they, they were very successful, actually. I think they made over $3,000 just in the duration of the course, which was about eight months. And that was really just working part-time because they still had school, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I contacted them just recently just to find out how they're doing. And they're still in business. And, and they said, you know, we could probably make it a lot bigger, but school definitely comes first at this point in time. But we're still, it's still uh, mm-hmm. uh, plugging and chugging and uh, things are going well and they're out there making money. And uh, I think that's really encouraging for me to see as well. I tell people when they first take my course, I, I said, some, some of you will start in this course and you'll decide that maybe business isn't for you. And Mm -hmm. there's nothing wrong with that, but some of you are going to really take the bull by the horns and say, you know what, this is for me. This is what I want to do for the rest of my life. And so it's really encouraging when I heard that. Mm -hmm. I I think even to help, to help someone when they're young, understand what it means to run your own business is really um, important because um, even just in the community of women uh, business business women that I'm around in, in the community we live in. Um, you know, it, it starts as a, well, I have this great hobby I love to do. Maybe I should run a business, but 
to have to have that education to say, you know what, I'm just going to leave it as a hobby because, mm-hmm. you know, to know that already because you've you've been educated on entrepreneurship, I, I think there's mm-hmm. no waste in that ever. Um, and to understand, right. and, and to understand, you know, there is a certain concept people have about business people and entrepreneurs that, you know, there's just this never ending cash flow that we have access to, <laughs> <laughs> and it's not quite that way. <laughs> Well, and I think, you know, Jason, what what you're, I mean, again, getting that there is a right way and there is a wrong way in the sense of of doing, if you're starting your own business or if you're thinking Mm -hmm. about it, like, like there are some principles that simply work. I mean, that's part of the reason we look at scripture and we go, okay, so, you know, what is the principle here that even Reb, you, you, you know, you read this morning, the principle of the rich rule over the poor and the borrower slave to the lender. And you're going, well, the principle there, and I think the, the end result of maybe just that verse is, I don't want to be a slave. So when I'm making a business decision and it's going to put me into debt, I need to figure out what that's going to look like. And but, should I or shouldn't I do that? Well, when you talk about this young man being stimulated, I guess, for lack of a better word, by the thought of retirement and compound interest, and you think, you know, he compares that with being in debt. Well, what's this guy going to do? He's not He's not going to choose debt. <laughs> Especially if, when he understands that compound interest can work against you. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So, and, yeah. and, and 18% interest on a credit card hurts you a lot faster than maybe a, you know, eight to 10% does on an investment. And it takes a lot longer. We always say you got to double the time it at least double it to get out of that debt. If you're serious about getting out of the debt, right. You know, it it takes you a month to get in, but it takes you, it takes you many more to get out of it, to Mm -hmm. pay that back. Yeah. Interesting. And this is why I love this conversation because part of that, learning young part of that is is to just be equipped to go okay i need to you know there's like i said there's certain things that as a young person if you just say this is the way that it works this is you know the rule of 72 is just math this is just the way that it works if i can figure a way to apply that at a young age it Mm -hmm. it has huge benefit uh you know and again if i avoid debt as a young person and it becomes part of my lifestyle then you know part of my business part of my personal lifestyle then i will save thousands and thousands of dollars over the course of my lifetime just by avoiding debt right sure you know so so that's why i love the conversation i love what you're doing jason with let's let's talk to them early so Here's a practical question. If I have a student in high school, would they have time apart from their high school courses to take your course? Absolutely. Uh, Especially with my personal finance course, I'm not sure the entrepreneurship one would work because we meet Wednesday mornings for that. And that would be a little bit uh, difficult perhaps, but definitely the personal finance course because it is a self-study course. I don't have any deadlines to get all the work done. So people kind of work at their own pace. And if, um, if they have some time on the weekend or in the evenings when they're at a school, then they can work on the assignments and get them handed in. It wouldn't be, it wouldn't be all that much work for them. The but, whole course takes about 40 hours. Because I, I think that if a parent was serious about it, because like, obviously your courses are very suitable for home-educated students, sure. but I think if I want to encourage parents to think outside the box, and if the entrepreneurship course sounds like something that 
your you know your child would probably thrive in it might be worth talking to your school because mm. you jason would only meet it's every three weeks you said right on a wednesday yeah. morning so then it's so you might be able to get permission for your student to be out of class so that they could go to the library and just do it online with mm-hmm. I, we just have to think outside the box and if this is something yeah. important for parents then i think there's a there's an opportunity. So don't think, oh, well, my kid's in school and I can't do it. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe explore the opportunities. Get a, We're going to give you the website and Jason's contact information and talk to him, you know, maybe more about it. Because I'm sure, Jason, you'd be happy to f- help figure that out with parents. Definitely, definitely. If people have an interest in that kind of thing, they can certainly let me know and contact me. We can talk about it and see if we can set something up. I'm, I'm definitely flexible in that way. Okay. Okay. So we've only got a, a few minutes left, Jason, and I want to make sure that uh, anybody who's listening gets that information. So why don't you fire that out now in the sense of saying, where can they reach out to you, you know, have a look at the courses and, and uh, in a sense, get familiar with what you're doing? Absolutely. Well, my website is www.startearlyandsucceed.com. So start early and succeed.com if you go on that website you can check out different course descriptions and and uh, hear a few testimonials that i've had a chance to put up so far mm-hmm. and uh, you'll have my contact information there you can either send me an email through the website or you can just uh, copy my email down and fire me one off my my email just for your information mm-hmm. would be young entrepreneurs 2016 at hotmail.com young entrepreneurs 2016 at hotmail.com but i'd love to hear from you great well that's uh, and you okay so say again what you want to want to have for homework for us jason uh okay well so dave i love that you mentioned the rule of 72 that is my absolute all-time favorite concept it was something that i actually learned when i was 21 and getting into the financial world myself but i'd gone through you know, 12 years, 13 years of public school and four years of university. Never once had I heard this. So it is a powerful, powerful concept. And so the rule of 72 is a simple mathematical formula that you can use to figure out how long it will take for your money to double. Now, if you don't have a pen and paper in front of you, please run and grab one because you're going to want to write this down. But this is something that Albert Einstein came up with. And we know that he was a pretty intelligent individual. And he said that compound interest is the most powerful force in the universe. And we're going to show you why. So here's how the rule of 72 works. If you take the number 72 and you divide it by the rate of return that you are earning on your money, it'll tell you how long approximately it will take for your money to double at that particular rate of return. So just to give you a quick example, let's say that you're invested in something very conservative. You're only earning 3% average per year. Mm -hmm. If you take the number 72 and divide it by three, you get 24. So what that means is that 3% return, your money doubles every 24 years. But on the flip side, let's say you have a great investment going and you're earning 12% rate of return per year. If we take 72 and divide it by 12, we get six. So that means every six years, your money would double. And I would really encourage parents at home to actually work through this with your kids, Mm -hmm. get a piece of paper, write some numbers down and and maybe work, work out what different amounts of money would grow to over say a 48 year period. Mm -hmm. And maybe 
right at the top of your page, 3%, 6%, and 12%. Just do a quick comparison, and you will be amazed. Okay, so so just as a one last thing as we wrap up the show here, do 18% and then recognize that that's the reverse. So it's working <laughs> against you if you're paying yes. 18% in your credit card, how long it will take for your debt to double. Uh, yes. So uh, oh, we'll she, leave it at there yes. because we, we have to wrap up the show. But uh, great Jason, homework. thank you so much for coming and joining us this, today from Dartmouth. That is great. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate everything, guys. Okay, so a uh, qu- couple quick things. If you need to reach out to Jason, then again, start early and succeed.com. Start early and succeed.com. All lowercase, all the, the words. Um, if you need to listen to the show again, more than enough.ca, chri.ca, and of course, on your favorite podcasting platform. And join us next week when we talk money. Let's Talk Money is a division of More Than Enough Financial Fitness, where God is transforming hearts and bringing hope for today and freedom for tomorrow. For more information or to comment on today's show, please visit morethanenough.ca.